Looking for a fun way to win up to 25 times your money this football season? Test your skills on Prize Picks, the most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. Just select two or more players, pick more or less on their projection for a wide variety of statistics, and place your entry. It's as easy as that. If you have the skills, you can turn $10 into $250 with just a few taps. Easy gameplay, quick withdrawals, and an enormous selection of players and stat options are what make Prize Picks the number one daily fantasy sports app. Ready to test your skills? Join the Prize Picks community of more than 7 million football fans who have already signed up. Right now, Prize Picks will match your first deposit up to $100. Just visit prizepicks.com/get100 and use code GET100. That's code GET100 at prizepicks.com slash get100 for a first deposit matchup to $100. Prize Picks, daily fantasy sports made easy. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the NS9 Post Game Show. I'm Jim. With me is Tyler. What's up? Tyler, you weren't uh, you weren't on last night. We actually had some fun last night on the post game show. Today, mm-hmm. Pirates um, they fought. Well, I mean, let's give them credit for that. They fought. They tied the game up. They scored in the eighth inning, the ninth inning, and the tenth inning. But ultimately, they lose in eleven four to three. They go to thirty five and forty one on the year where do you want to start with this one i mean like you said they fought at the end of the day there's just not enough talent on this team right now they're just not very talented baseball players yeah um i mean a lot of this you could say yes they fought they said they 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 scored in three straight innings towards the end of the game but the beginning part of that game was terrible they look um, like they had a rough night in Miami. That, yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's basically what it was like. Um, Brian Hoeing, Brian Hoeing, the, the Louisville alumni, by the way, Brian Hoeing, he, um, he goes five innings, doesn't give up a single hit to these guys. Uh, Andrew McCutcheon was one of the only people who kind of showed a pulse on the offensive side, you know, going, uh, going through this game. He had a really good game. He got up five times. He went two for two with two doubles, uh, one of them being his 400th career double. And he also gets three walks. We'll talk about Kutch later on. Um, Henry Davis also with a double to lead off in the inning again. And Henry Davis gets stranded on bases with uh, after another leadoff double again. So that was pretty much all that happened offensively before they kind of cr- clawed their way back into this thing but i guess i want to start with let's start with uh let's just start with the end let's just do that let's work our way backwards um the the marlins 
win it in the 11th off of Angel Perdomo. I'm not going to really blame Perdomo for it, the way the extra inning rules are, are right now. Like, you got to kind of just assume that you're going to give up a run, um, and he gave up a run. The main problem here is the Pirates didn't put the ball in play in the top half of the 11th off of Andrew Nardi. Terrible name. <laughs> Terrible name. You mentioned it too earlier, like, just way too close to Anthony DiNardo, yeah. really. And I think that's the problem here, right? There's too much similarity between Andrew Nardi and Anthony DiNardo. So it was just a disaster waiting to happen. Absolutely. <laughs> um, it really just came down to the Marlins did the little things well in that 11th inning and the Pirates did not. They put the ball in play. They get a bunt down. The Pirates weren't able to do anything. You get a runner on second base. You've got to be able to do little things well. I mean, right now, extra innings is where you can see. <laughs> Thanks, Leonardo. Uh, extra <laughs> innings is where you see, you know, how fundamentally sound a team is. Because that's when a lot of these little things come into play. And the Pirates, a lot of times, get exposed in those situations because they don't do little things very well, and they're not right now. Yeah, I think in, in the, the particular instance you are talking about was in the 10th inning. Right. Uh, you had Palacio starting the inning on second base. Andrew McCutcheon draws his third walk of the game. Then you have Connor Joe batting, who, by the way, pinch hit for the number three hitter, Jack Swinski, after he went 0 for 2. In the sixth inning, he pinch hit for him in the sixth inning. So you've got Connor Joe up. And um, Connor Joe squares up to bunt. And it's one of the worst bunts I've ever seen. Just pops it straight up into the air right to the pitcher. Um, it was it was awful. It was a terrible, terrible Jim, bunt. You, so. you left out the, the part where the Pirates decided to sacrifice bunt, not only with the guy that they pinch hit in the sixth inning in the three-hole. They sacrificed bunt with a guy that's never gotten a sacrifice bunt down in his career. Is that actually true? Yeah, they said it on the broadcast. He's oh, never got a sacrifice bunt down. Well, then there you go. Like, why are you doing that then? Like, why are we... First off, I am extremely against bunting in that situation as the away team anyways. Like, I think as the away team, you can't play for a run. Like, you've got to play for multiple runs. And the only way to do that is to let your guys swing the bat. So I, I'm very anti... It, once you're the home team... Like what, how the Marlins did it, you know, exactly how the Marlins did it, right? Uh, once you're the home team and it's a tie game, bump that guy to third as soon as you can. But if you're the away team, you're looking to score more than, than one. You're looking to put a crooked number up on that board, and bunting isn't the way to do that because you're throwing away an out. Um, so that's kind of my first thing off the bat. I don't like bunting in those situations as the away team. Um, but, yeah, to go along with that, the dude's never had a sacrifice bunt. If that's the case, why are you calling him to sacrifice bunt? It didn't. It didn't work out. No, I'm, I think Sheldon did some things well today. Um, not a lot of complaints about him. That was just one of the big complaints. Yeah. There, there, now you you went over it. There's no reason to bunt there as the away team. Yeah. Now Key Brian Hayes did kind of save things there with an RBI single in the 10th to give the pirates a three to two lead. But, um, but yeah, like you don't bunt there because you, you need, you need more than one run. I mean, that's plain and simple. Mm. Yeah. I mean, if, 
even if you bunt there, you're just asking to get into an endless game of bunts because yep. the home team's going to come back out and do the same exact thing. We're going to be here for 19 innings. Yep. Um, the reason why we got to extra innings, let's kind of talk about that. Um, you know, it was a two nothing game going into the eighth. Andrew McCutcheon hits his second double of the game, which ended up being double number 401 for his career. Uh, he gets a one out double in the eighth. Carlos Santana's had a couple big hits these last couple of days. Uh, he drives in McCutcheon to make it a two to one game. Uh, Rowanzi Contreras comes in, shuts down the door in the bottom half of the eighth. What did you think about, uh, Contreras is inning shuts down the door. Did a great job of shutting down the door. There you go. There you go. Uh, uh, I thought he looked fine. I mean, yeah. I'm real interested to see how they use Rowanzi going forward here. We talked a little bit about it before the show. Um, I kind of like using him in these higher leverage situations, maybe more in a uh, one inning type of role to really let him work on his stuff rather than just basically having him be a starter. That's in the bullpen. Now just piggybacking off someone else allow him to hone in on some of that stuff he's working on and actually unleash it. Yeah. Um, I, I agree. I, I, I kind of like it. If you're going to use them like this, like let him just let him just go out there and, and get outs. Like you said, so nice inning from, from Contreras top of the ninth Henry Davis leads off. This is all with two outs. So Henry Davis leads off grounds out Castro strikes out. So you got two outs, Nick Gonzalez, in his second career game, really solid plate appearance, works a walk. And then Jason DeLay, the guy who had a 332 OPS in June, comes through with a huge two-out game-tying double. Um, Nick Gonzalez scores from first. So that's sh- that sends the game into the bottom of the ninth. David Bednar comes in, kind of shuts the door there. So um, Jason DeLay. Big time yeah. hit, Nick Gonzalez. Big time plate appearance. Yeah, really. I think we saw some solid plate appearances from Nick Gonzalez today. I know it, we're still not getting results out of him, but I, he looked better today. It's not like a big accomplishment to be better than you were yesterday, but mm-hmm. he he looked more comfortable today. You're burying the lead though in that you tweeted out Jason Delay's numbers, and then immediately it after did. he hits a game time double. So basically, now, the Rosati curse also works in reverse. It does. So that's, and we can say the same thing. We'll talk about Beto here in a bit, but I mean, hey, it, it's it's working. Sometimes it works. Yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, delay has been really bad lately, but he does come through there in the ninth inning today. Um, big, big, big double. Uh, let's let's talk about Beto. I mean, because other than that, the offense there wasn't there wasn't much to it. Um, we'll, we'll get to Andrew McCutcheon's game. And I do want to talk a little bit more about Andrew McCutcheon, but let's talk about Beto. Doug says, while Jim has acknowledged he was wrong about Beto, I think we should discuss how wrong he really was. I'm here to tell you guys, I was wrong. I was wrong. Osvaldo Beto was absolutely the right person to call up in this situation. He has been very impressive He's uh, he's been extremely serviceable to good. Like he's been he's been good. The stuff looks way better than than I remember seeing. You know when I when I've watched Osvaldo Beto in the minors, his fastball, he's he's averaging around ninety five ish with that fastball, but it's hitting ninety seven at times. Um, the slider, 
He's got some good movement on it. He's got some good command of it here in these few starts he's made. What is uh what's your take on on Osvaldo Beto through his first three starts? I'm gonna say, like he he's he's he has impressed me. You're gonna go you go ahead and say you're wrong. I'm I'm not admitting that I am wrong. Uh maybe I'm wrong in the fact that I didn't want him up at all. He just to talk about today, he did look really good. Uh the two seamer had a lot of run on it. The slider looked really good today. Um, the command was really good. He was missing bats. Everything about today's start was pretty good. Uh, really, for the most part, he's been pretty decent in general in all three starts. Mm-hmm. Uh, Long term, I don't. I'm not a believer in him. I think he's a bullpen arm. I think you could maybe argue he's a number five, but he's not a number five. I won on a contender. Uh, we we talk about like JT Brubaker. How you can probably win a lot of games with the JT Brubaker, but you're not going to win a series or you're not going to win any playoff series with him in the rotation. I think Brubaker's probably a little bit better than Beto, but that's kind of where I'm at with him right now. You just, at this point, you have to ride him because he's hot. Absolutely. Like right now, you give Beto, you give, you give Beto as much run as he'll give you. Um, five and two thirds innings today. He does give up nine hits. But no walks, strikes out five, gives up two runs. But let's be honest, he got hosed today. He got, yeah, he got. The Pirates got hosed today. Should it have been two runs? I don't know. That that catch by Palacios, that catch by Palacios, um, if you're listening and you're not watching, I'm doing the air quotes around the catch. Um, It looked like Palacios caught that ball from every reading of baseball rules that I could find. It seemed like that should have been and rolled a catch. I don't know what happened there, but they get the single and then Luisa rise hits the two run Homer um, immediately after those are the only two runs that Beto gives up today. Um, Yeah. I mean, he looked, he looked solid. So he gives up two runs. I think it should have only been one, you know, if we're being honest. Right. Um, Mm -hmm. But yeah, solid, solid start. And, and he gives you more length too than, than what I've been expecting. I like that first game where he went four. Yeah. I thought that was kind of what we were going to get out of him for the most mm-hmm. part, but this is now two straight games where, you know, he's gone past that and he's, he's given you good results. So shout out as Valdo Beto. Do it. He, with your game. I wasn't, yeah, I wasn't familiar with your game. Exactly. So, um, now, good good start from him. He he definitely gave the Pirates a chance to win this game. Absolutely. I mean, that's all you can really ask for. Um, he's been good to this point. Probably not sustainable, but ride the wave. Yep, I agree. I agree. Let's um, we we pretty much talked about the offense. We talked about the pitching. Um, let's talk about. I mean, let's talk about Andrew McCutcheon before we, I mean, that's, that's really Andrew McCutcheon in the two hole today, just another outstanding game. He's reached base six straight times. Now two for two today, two doubles. Again, he gets double number 400. It was also his 300th as a pirate. Um, and then three walks. I want to walk you through Andrew McCutcheon's stat line right now. He's hitting 267. He's got an on-base percentage of 392, and he's slugging 430. Andrew McCutcheon hasn't had an on-base percentage this high since 2015. 
that was like peak prime Andrew McCutcheon 2015. So I know we yeah. talked about him a lot. What was it 401 really, that year? It was 401 that year. Yeah. God, I'm smart. <laughs> you, he had 292 as well. 292, 401, 488. Yeah. That um, was the first year he didn't go 300, 400, 500. In, uh, yeah, in a while, in a while, but, uh, yeah, he, his, his weighted runs yeah. created plus is up to 128, just a complete resurgence. And like I said, we've talked about Kutch a lot this year, but he really has been pretty incredible to watch. Yeah. He's been really, really good this year. Like there's no other way to put it. It's a career resurgence. Honestly, he looks like he could probably still play for another few years. Of course. Mm-hmm. Father time catches up real quick. He's putting together really good at bats. He probably knows the strike zone as well as anyone in baseball. I think you hope maybe you can get a little more pop out of him if you're asking for anything more out of him, but you can't complain about anything you've gotten out of him. Yeah, I mean, he's currently walking 17.2% of the time. That is good for fourth in the majors fourth 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 uh best walk rate in the majors. so and he's the doing eyes... this with nobody in the lineup around him either yeah i mean he's 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 having an excellent year i think you have to actually start like discussing andrew mccutcheon's all-star credentials at this point too uh, like i think it's pretty easy to say like like if you're going to give this team one representative it's probably david bednar but there's some other people and Mitch Keller being one of them. But mm-hmm. I think, I think you have to absolutely think and talk about, you know, is Andrew McCutcheon an all-star again? I think it's a very valid argument. He, he might fall a hair short, but the, just uh, the good vibes around it might get him there. Yeah. Connor says he's been discussing this for months. I mean, he, and if he did make it, it would be very deserving. Yeah. Like he is, a, he is absolutely, deserving of all-star recognition yeah, at this it's point. It's certainly not Derek Jeter getting invited when he's hitting 200. Yeah. Yeah. And at, like I said, it's, this is his best season he's had since he was in Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's, it's, it's pretty cool to see age 36. Um, like I said, he's already knocked out a few, a few milestones. He's got hit number 2000. He just got double number 400. He's four home runs away now from home run at number 300. So yeah, he's on his way to, uh, to a pretty fun season. Yeah. Thank God he's here. Cause this would be unbearable at this moment. Yeah, that's true. Nicholas actually says, I can't even imagine our record if he's not on this team because yeah. like, especially now with Cruz with Cruz down with Reynolds down with the rest of these guys struggling the way that they are. Who could, <laughs> Who's left? There's Who's nothing. left if there's no cuts? Yeah, like a uh, big. He's been very important to this team. He 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 was very important tonight. Uh, unfortunately, again, it was uh, it was a Pirates loss, but they they did show some fight. But you still want to see more from them, especially earlier in the game. Like these are this is now three straight games really, where kind of taken a while for them to to get going like the first like the first two hours of these last three games have been terrible yeah pretty much yeah and i mean they they are fighting back today i'll just say it i don't like to complain about umpires they got hosed today a couple call big calls really went against them but at the end of the day you don't you don't 
get the job done with a guy standing on second and no outs. You don't deserve to win. Yep. Yep. Do we want to talk about Swinsky at all? Jolly Roger. Yeah, we can touch on him. I mean, it, it, Swinsky, he's in the three hole. You and I were, were, were kind of, you know, talking back and forth during this game. If Henry Davis is in the three hole, this game maybe has a different outcome. Um, instead, Sawinski's there. He goes over two. That makes him O for his last twenty-seven. Again, O for his last twenty-seven. I, I've said this before. His OPS on June thirteenth, eleven days ago, was nine twenty-four. Nine twenty-four. His OPS today, eight twenty-six. No, 816. It's even worse. 816. Yeah. Um, so I can't do math. I'm not going to try to add up on OBP and slugging okay. while I'm live on camera. Here, but, um, 8, 822. Good Lord. <laughs> 822. So it's about 100. It's, it's about 100 points down. That's right. 822 is correct. He works in sales. He doesn't actually count the money. And actually, I'm kind of looking at this. I don't think 820. No, 822. The box score doesn't add up OBP and slugging. So I got to do it in my head. And oh, I mean, you, it's the way it's lined Let up. Let me right just now. confirm it for you here, real quick. <laughs> the way it's lined up right now, it you got to carry some numbers. It is 822. Gotta, it is matched there. with Andrew McCutcheon. There we go. 822. So it's down 102 points in 11 days. Yeah, and it's not even just that. I mean, that's obviously the main culprit of the Jack Sawinski issues, but you can't hit him third if you have no faith in him to face a lefty. You just can't hit him third because you can't pinch hit in the sixth inning for your three-hole hitter. You just can't do it. He's got to be moved down to the lineup, and I'm sure in a week he's going to hit two home runs in a game that they lose by seven, and that (laughs) – the OPS will climb back into 900 and then we'll be talking about another like two for 35 stretch. And it's an endless game of this with Jack Sawinski. You, I think you got to move him down the lineup and just kind of take some of this pressure off of him. Cause he probably does actually feel like he has to carry the team at this point. I think yep, that's I very mean, valid. If you put him number three in the lineup and no one else is really doing anything like, yeah, like he's expected to, to do a lot. And he's just, I don't understand how he goes through these phases where he looks otherworldly. Right. We, we, we talked, he looks like prime Juan Soto for two weeks. And then he looks like he shouldn't be in double a, I, I don't get it. Yeah. I mean, you, how many strikeouts is in that over 27 stretch? Too many to count. Fair enough. I could count, but again, we just already saw my, my counting skills, so <laughs> we're not going to worry about it. <laughs> Anything else you want to talk about before we hop out of here? Nope. I want to go All back right. to playing MLB a show. At least well, I've guys, been on that. Yeah, I said, appreciate everybody hopping on here. Pirates lose 4-3. to three. They are now 35-41 and 41 on the year. Quick look at the standings. They are five and a half out of first place, 
four games ahead of the Cardinals for last place. Tomorrow, they face Yuri Perez. Uh, Johan Oviedo versus Yuri Perez. So uh, that's some electric stuff tomorrow. We'll see. Yeah, um, that's not the matchup you want to have. Not trying to yeah. uh, tie the series up here, but not looking forward to the Pirates facing Yuri Perez. We'll we'll see what happens. He's a young pitcher; like anything could happen. But he's he's really good. Uh, Doug and Donardo have fun tomorrow. That's true. They got the post game, so they can deal with the they can deal with the Yuri Perez no hitter. <laughs> yep. All right, guys. Thanks again. That game tomorrow, by the way, 1.40 p.m. We'll be on again. Uh, Donardo and Doug will be on with the post-game show afterwards. Appreciate you all. Appreciate all the comments. Like, subscribe, all that good stuff. And uh, we'll see you later. Peace out, Scouts. Hey, you all. Thank you for watching. I know we try to provide the most entertaining content that we can. Uh, and we'd love to spread it to as many people as possible. So uh, I know it doesn't seem like a lot. But if you could take the five seconds to like this video and subscribe to the page, it helps out so much more than you know. Thank you, and let's go Bucks. At Granger, we're for the ones who specialize in saving the day and for the ones who've mastered the art of keeping business moving. We offer industrial-grade supplies for every industry with same-day pickup and next-day delivery on most orders, all backed by real people ready to help. So you can get the right answers and products right when you need them. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.